Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great Ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we love you, we magnify you, and we glorify your great name. We pray for the listeners for this week's podcast and a special prayer on the new listeners. Once again, we pray for the victims and families of another senseless mass shooting in Louisville, Kentucky. We pray that your word will go forth. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of the anointed Prince, Jesus Christ, amen. Before Jesus ascended into heaven, after the resurrection, he left his followers with power. Those who decided to follow his statements in faith have powerful testimonies, power-filled lives, and powerful walks in the Lord. Luke chapter 10, verse 19 proclaims, Behold, I will give you power to trample on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Folks, for a few minutes today, I want to talk about the power that has been given to you and look at the supporting scriptures. My friends, when Jesus says, I give you power, it is not to be taken lightly. Many Christians are guilty of spiritual pride, believing it is by their own power that works are accomplished. He resists the proud, but he gives more grace to the humble, as taught in James chapter 4, verse 6. So what exactly are we supposed to do with this power? Well, in order to be given more, you have to humble yourself. Let me tell you, when you are on a roll and at the top of your game, it's tough to be humble. But that is exactly what we must do. So again, I ask, what are we supposed to do with this power? Friends, we are to use this power to have authority over all forms of evil and destruction. 1 John chapter 3, verse 8b says, For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. My comrades for Christ, just as Jesus had victory over the devil, we are to have victory as well. And that is exactly what happened to the 72 disciples Jesus sent out to cast out devils and to heal people by the authority given to them. The 72 had strict instructions as what to do, similar to what Jesus had told the 12 before he sent them out. In Luke chapter 10, verses 1 through 16, they were not to take anything with them. No money, no knapsack, no sandals. Greet the homeowner with the statement, Peace be to this house. Stay in one house and eat what is set before you. Heal the sick in that city. When you go to the next city, if they do not receive you, leave the city and place a curse on that city for not receiving the kingdom of God. Folks, the mission hasn't changed. We are to take the kingdom of God to a lost and dying world. What's stopping you? You have the power and you have the authority. Do you have the faith? Jesus goes on to say in Luke chapter 10, verse 19, that you have power over all the power of the enemy. My friends, 
Satan wants us to think that he has power and he will be victorious. But Jesus has promised us victory over all types of evil. The early followers of Jesus had the power to overcome the curse of Adam and Eve. In Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through 10, Peter and John healed the lame man. After the man was healed, listen to what Peter said to the crowd as they gathered to see the man who was now walking, leaping, and praising God. Acts chapter 3, verse 12 through 16 says, So when Peter saw it, he responded to the people, Men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Or why look so intently at us, as though by our own power or godliness we had made this man walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One and the just and asked for a murderer to be granted to you and killed the Prince of Life, whom God raised from the dead, of which we are witnesses. And his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given him his perfect soundness in the presence of you all. My brothers and sisters, did you miss verse 16? I'll repeat it. It says, And his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong. My friends, that same name, Jesus Christ, is able to make you strong if you have faith. Philip, the deacon, went to Samaria to preach to its citizens in Acts chapter 8, verses 4 through 8. He forced unclean spirits to come out of those who were possessed. He also healed those who were paralyzed. Philip had power and faith. While the rest of the apostles stayed in Jerusalem, including Philip the apostle, Philip the deacon took the gospel to the outcast Samaritan people, and they believed. My friends, let us not hesitate to share the gospel with whomever the Holy Spirit directs. In Acts chapter 9, verses 36 through 43, a disciple named Tabitha died after she became sick. They heard that Peter was in a nearby city, and they sent for him. When he came to Joppa, he went to the room where they laid her and put out the mourners. After he had prayed, he said to the body, Tabitha, arise. When those in the area heard about it, many believed on the Lord. In Acts chapter 9, verses 17 through 35, Saul, who had been struck down with blindness, received his sight from a disciple named Ananias. After he received his sight, Ananias baptized him. Now this is the same Saul who had the authority to bind all who called on the name of Jesus Christ. This same Saul would go on to preach Jesus to the Gentiles, and he would later be converted to Paul. In Acts chapter 14, verses 19 and 20, Paul was stoned by the Jews, and they dragged him out of the city, thinking he was dead. Verse 20 says, However, when the disciples gathered around him, he rose up and went into the city. My comrades for Christ, it's good to have some prayer warriors lifting you up in prayer when needed. Paul certainly needed it, and because of the healing faith of the disciples, Paul lived. In Acts chapter 19, verse 11 and 12, 
It says, God was doing extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul, so that even handkerchiefs or aprons that had touched his skin were carried away to the sick, and their diseases left them, and the evil spirits came out of them. My brothers and sisters in Christ, when God appoints you and anoints you, he will give you great power to do his will. In Acts chapter 20, verses 7 through 10, Paul preached a sermon so long that a young man fell from the third story window and he was dead. In verse 10, it says, But Paul went down, bent over him, and, taking him into his arms, said, Do not be alarmed, for his life is in him. My friends, there is power. Then there is bringing someone back from the dead power. So why are there no longer miracles that accompany the preaching of the gospel today? In some circles, miracles continue. But God showed his power in the early church to promote the good news. Now God depends on his faithful believers to spread the gospel without the benefit of a miracle. When you understand that you are a walking, talking, breathing, thinking miracle yourself, you can testify to the goodness of God and become his witness to everyone who comes in contact with you. In Acts chapter 28, verses 1 through 9, Paul had gathered firewood when a poisonous snake bit him. Paul shook off the viper into the fire, and the people with him expected him to die. At first, they thought he was a murderer who had received his punishment. But after he lived, they thought he was a god. Paul would go on to heal the sick on the island of Malta. My brothers and sisters, when God has an assignment for you, the evil one is always ready to kill you. However, you must remember the words of Jesus in Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Behold, I give you power to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by no means hurt you. Folks, the early church went out into the world with holy boldness and power. The mission has not changed. We are to make disciples and go with power and authority. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for today's word. We thank you that you have given us power over the enemy. We thank you that Satan has already been defeated. We pray for daily boldness to be ready to reach out to a lost and dying world. We pray these things in the name of the Lord from heaven, Jesus Christ, amen. If you would like to give your life to Jesus Christ, go to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org and type in the words, Jesus save me. That is your confession of faith and I'll contact you with the next steps. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request, your praise reports, and your comments to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.